Thursdays on the CW. That's the network that gave you The Vampire Diaries and Gossip Girl. And they're bringing you this awesomely dark and addictive new series called Riverdale. Based on Archie Comics, Riverdale puts a super edgy, twisted spin on the classic characters you know already. Did you ever read Archie? Which character are you? Are you a good girl like Betty? Or more of a Veronica? Are you like Golden Boy Archie? Or are you more misunderstood loner like Jughead? Which character are you secretly crushing on? Mmm, to Veronica. Uh, Riverdale looks like the perfect, safe, wholesome small town, but it's got huge secrets. It all starts off with a new year at Riverdale High and the mysterious murder of one of its most popular kids. Dun, 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 dun. Everyone becomes a suspect, and that's when the sordid details about what everyone really did over the summer and with whom begin to surface. You won't believe what the people in this town are hiding. Don't miss this must-see new drama, Riverdale, Thursdays at 9, 8 central, only on The CW. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in-thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm here uh, with my whatever he is, a producer, I guess, uh, Will, who seems to be growing a weird mustache. No, I'm just lazy. I didn't shave. It's like Charlie Chaplin-esque. Charlie Chaplin-esque? That's like a Hitler mustache. No. Yeah, that's like just like the well, square one Well, you also right have a, a Charlie Chaplin hat it's on. It's just a weird hat. Today's a lazy day. It's I didn't a shower Charlie this morning. Chaplin I just day. came in. Yeah. It is Monday. I do have a cane and, a, and I'm wearing a black suit. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And You're I waddle around like a You're actually slightly like a more attractive than him, but okay. that's right. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah. All right. You I mean, I have no choice because I say it. And when <laughs> I say it, I say the truth. So today we're going to have Carrie Keegan in. And I didn't realize she was such a boss bitch. I was reading up on her. She's she does everything. She want she has the career I want. Okay. So can I trade out? Can you we can like, ask her? She'll be can, here. Maybe I can work for her. Why don't you draft up some paperwork and you guys can sign a contract and just maybe. swap these? Yeah. Right. Because I feel like she's still in my shtick with all the cussing. Oh. Yeah, that's my thing. Okay. But You're, it's right. I've I've never heard any other female. Right? Not ever. People cuss. Not anyone. Never. <laughs> Not ever. <laughs> no. no, but I, you know, I actually was on her show when she was doing the morning show for VH1 and I was like, wait, that cute little sweet blonde girl cusses? So yeah, I didn't, I didn't know all of this. And you least expect it. She's got a gangster resume in the fact that she's pretty much interviewed every giant star there is. Okay. I'm jelly. Well, you got to start uh, making the phone calls to the other giant megastars. Well, how do I get their numbers? <laughs> well, actually, you want to know something crazy. I'm going to Larry King after this because he wants to interview me. What? That's what I said. Did he call you personally? He did not personally oh, okay. call me, but a publicist for him called me or okay. my agent. And I'm, I have a little anxiety about it really? because is he a reality television fan? He might be. I don't know what we're going to talk like Brandy, about. Brandy, I watched your show. <laughs> Tell me. It's a good show. Why do you do what you do? <laughs> <laughs> when you're cooking with Dean. I, oh my gosh. You Maybe know what? I realized that Dean is getting a really good edit. Okay. There's things that have happened on the show that they are not showing. And I just look like a bitch. Oh. And I'm not. He's a hero. And you're... A zero. A zero. Yeah. But you can go from zero to hero. Hopefully they show some of the assholic things that he does. Otherwise, <laughs> ever I'm getting like all this hate. Why are you sending me to Dean? I'm like, you guys don't know what he did to me. It's true. It's, it's people assume fair. that when you're watching reality TV, it's just like presenting like it exactly, exactly as it what happens. happened. Yeah. No, because they have to take this all of this footage right. and cut it down. And generally, they leave the assholic things in. But because this is a network, I'm thinking that maybe they took. The assholic things out. Mm. I like how you call it assholic. Yeah. I don't so yeah, and I made. I was reading. So we, our electricity went out last night at my house. Oh, which is awesome because I actually got to see my children. They came out of their caves. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. What and, year is it? Yeah, oh, exactly. Mr. President, go back to your cave. Mm-hmm. Um, we played charades. We played catchphrase, and then I decided to read them a couple short stories that I want to submit. 
to Cosmo. Okay. I, don't, I just decided I wanted to do this because I like to just write shit. Mm-hmm. And I read it to them. And one of the words was like, if you want to keep your unicornism. And they love that word. Unicornism. Yeah. Okay. You want? Yeah. I like it. I know. So they liked it too. Okay. They liked the whole story. And they liked the song I wrote. But they just. There's a yeah, song I, I, I wrote a song too. Now, will the readers know the tune of the song when they read it? Does it say like in parentheses, like written to the tune of? No, it's a, it's a love song. Biggie. No, it's not a. Oh, it's okay. not, I have a rap song called My Clit. Oh, I wrote. Yes. It's like is it, now. Is it? But is it my C L I T like with periods between it? Yep. Okay. Get because it? yeah, I got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Um, it's basically the answer to my dick. It's like the response. Oh, okay. Got it. The rebuttal. The rebuttal. As you will. Yeah. Right. A rap battle. But it's the reclittle. <laughs> <laughs> the refrontal. But the one that, that I wrote, the love song, I picture Adele singing. It's okay. a sad song. Okay. It's my life. <laughs> the kids are like, there's only that, there's one part that you should take out, and I'm not going to even say what part that was. Um, yeah, but it obviously speaks to someone specific, and so maybe that needs to I not see. be, it needs to be more general. Okay. Right? Or you could um, change the names. I didn't, I didn't give a name. Okay. But That's fine. But you can tell who I'm Why would you about. take out, why would you remove your truth? That's, That's your hashtag truth bomb. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. My 13-year-old said to. He's pretty smart. Yeah, he's only 13. No, he he's 13 going on like. 30? Yeah. Okay. He's really smart. It's actually frightening. They both are. It's like that Jennifer Garner movie. Yeah. 13 going on 30. It is. I watched that and I watched Big. I like them both. I love Jennifer Garner. So do I. I miss Alias. Do you? I really do. J.J. Abrams, Lena Olin. Yeah. My favorite show. And Ever. Then Ever, really. And then it ended. Yeah, and Three's Company. I like that one, too. <laughs> They're so similar, you know, the alias and Three's yeah. Company. Well, I love girls that <laughs> kick ass. I like I like when girls are, like, pretty and hot, right. but then they're like, yeah, fuck with me, and I'm going to beat you up. and Three's Company. Yeah, Always totally. Beating up Mr. Just, like, uh, Mr. shaking those Furley boobs or his and name hurting is. Yeah. people. Yeah. Furley. Furley. Yes, and okay. Roper. Roper. There's a t- couple. And close. then Larry the Neighbor. Okay. I would always fantasize about... Jack Tripper having sex with both of them. You would fantasize about that? Yeah. As a teenage girl? Yes. Okay. Now, did, uh, did... What was his name, the actor? Oh, he's dead. I know he is. Oh. Uh, just, I'm just trying John, to John Ritter. John Ritter. Right. He always struck me as non-threatening. You know what I mean? Like, you could easily live with that. Two girls could easily live with that guy because he's, like, going to respect your space and be a yeah, good dude. Yeah, he's, like, a dorky guy, that, but but still cute and... I don't know. I loved him. And I met his son. I did watch What Happens Live with his son. Okay. And his son is super cool and very attractive. I, I mean, Jason I, Ritter? Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember people's names. Just remember that's okay. some things. Yeah. I'm not good with names. You don't have to be. Something actually has to happen with that person for me to remember the name. But I'll remember where I met them and what we did. Okay. Yeah. You never forget a face. Right. But you always forget a name. Yeah, and other shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. I know how excited we all are to talk to Carrie Keegan. But first, I need to tell you guys about True Car. So when you're looking for a new car, you want to make sure that you're getting real pricing on actual inventory. Unfortunately, a lot of times, this isn't the case. People configure cars online only later to find out that they're just not available. With TrueCar, you get real pricing on actual inventory. This is not pricing offered by TrueCar, but pricing from an actual dealer. And not just any dealer, but a TrueCar certified dealer. This is a carefully curated network of dealers committed to transparency and offering you a competitive market price. Using TrueCar, you can easily find the car you want. Next, TrueCar will show you what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for. Now, you know that that's a fair price, so you can feel confident when buying. Over 3 million cars have been sold to TrueCar users by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. There are over 13,000 TrueCar Certified Dealers nationwide. You will work directly with the TrueCar Certified Dealer contact. And true car users are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with true car certified dealers. True car users save an average of over $3,000 off MSRP. When you are ready to buy, visit true car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some 
Features are not available in all states. Hi guys, it's Kelty Knight from the Lady Gang Podcast. Every Tuesday, my friends Becca Tobin and Jack Vanek and I get drunk drinking mimosas, hang out with celebrities, and talk about all things womanhood. Ice cream binges, late night texts, quarter life crisis, and all the sex. New episodes every Tuesday on iTunes or Podcast One. Hey, everybody. I'm here with Carrie Keegan. Gorgeous. Know-it-all. Do-it-all. You, I was reading your bio, and I met you before in New York when we were doing yeah, that morning. you came on my show, yeah. I'm like, wait, that cute little girl with blonde hair is so gangster. I, oh, I was reading thanks. everything you do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you really do it all. And you have a new book called Everybody Curses, I Swear. It's true. I and it's do. big. It's really fun. I'm so excited that it's finally out now. I feel like I've been writing it for years. In fact, I was probably writing it when you came on the show back, I don't know, four years I, it ago. It is like 7,000 pages long. When I was started, <laughs> I started to get long. into it, I'm like, I'm going to have to get cliff notes because it's a long book. But I will, re- I will finish it at some point. Well, as you get into it, you'll start to see that a lot of it is transcripts from my celebrity right, like interviews. Little- yeah, so it's less bulky as it as as it appears. Like it, it's a right. big. Fa- Somebody compared it to um, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, just let me get that Harry Potter money, and yeah. we'll be good, right? Any day now, <laughs> right? So I didn't realize that you, you have your hands in so many different pots. Like you produce, you like you're all over the place. How did that? Because I said basically when I was reading about you, I want your career. Well, I think you're doing all right. Yeah. First of all, I mean, <laughs> not really. Um, When I first moved to L.A., I wanted to work at a record label, and what I found out from all of the people I approached was you basically have to fuck somebody in the room to get a job in the record label. Especially with tits like that, you're in trouble. (laughs) I mean, it didn't didn't help, I guess. Um, And so... I ended up getting a job for with um, Hans Zimmer, who's a film composer, a really big one. And I learned very quickly that there are so many other things to do in entertainment than just work at a label. So I, I got sort of like like this crash course in all things Hollywood. Um, and then I met my business partner, and we decided to open No Good TV. And we basically the idea was we wanted to figure out what it was like to hang out with celebrities um, and just have a beer with them. But that's not always easy to do. I mean, you have A-listers. I mean, like, big, huge, every huge celebrity has done your show. Like, it would be great. I would love to drink wine with all those people. <laughs> but how do you get them to, like, it's... Well, I mean, it took a minute. You know, we started yeah. doing, um, well, we started doing music first, which is an easier venue to get into. And then we started doing red carpets and, and festivals. And you had YouTube stuff. You were, like, one of the original YouTuber we people. We launched our channel on YouTube, and it got very, very successful because it was everybody... You got to see your celebrities in a different way than you used to. Right. And, and you know, it's pretty things can be pretty media treated you know like yes. you walk in there and they tell you like these are the answers you're supposed to give and the, uh, uh. yeah I can't and I turn off so I shut down when the people say this is what you should say I'm like because I because then I get nervous I'm like just don't tell me because the second you say don't say something <laughs> I'm so afraid that it's gonna it will come out yep it's scary but well, when you're, then it's the only thing on your mind exactly you're not like, don't, say it, don't say it don't say it don't say it and then you're like <laughs> and molly 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 exactly like when Andy Cohen was like it's like TV you can't say fuck i'm like okay i can do this and then i was like fucking a like that was like the first thing i of said course. and now they put in a, like a, a five second thing because of me just because of you in the beginning i'm now. so proud of I you know. i had no idea how yeah. much we had in common <laughs> i didn't either when like that that sweet little girl cusses well it's funny when you know i so i started my career doing uncensored celebrity interviews and then when i got the job at vh1 it was as if they almost didn't even realize that that's who I was. And they right. were like, okay, well, now your demographic is stay-at-home moms. And but I'm like... And you're vanilla. Okay. Wait, what? That's <laughs> even what stay-at-home moms don't want to be that vanilla. <laughs> I know, but you can do both. And a lot of people think that because you're uncensored on one level that you can't go and do a red carpet Grammy event or, you right. know, the Oscars or whatever because you're going to be like, whoa, what are you fucking wearing? And that's not... That's <laughs> and which, by the way, Joan Rivers, like, made another career out of. I know. I mean, I do love... I, like, God bless her. I mean, she's she's the legend to me. Like, I she's love her. Amazing. She's 
everything. She had, she had no idea who half the people were. And that's what I loved. She's like, who's this person? What, why, why are you wearing that? Yeah. <laughs> like, and as the years went on, it got funnier and funnier. Yeah. she really, I mean, I think when she first started, she kind of did know a lot of It was people. a shtick And then first. as things went on, it was like, she just doesn't even care anymore. Well, there's anymore. so many she fucking people to. now <laughs> and all of these different channels and everyone's, I don't know. I watch the Golden Globes. I'm like, I don't know who half these people are. Well, you need to start watching some more TV and movies. You know what? I have two kids and I watch a lot of Pokemon and anime, which is very sexualized. Yeah. 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 Is. There's like big tits and my mate, one of my kids likes the girls with small tits. Oh. And he's told me that last night, which was good. Well, that's one. really nice though. That's, that's an equal said. opportunity. Yeah. I really like that. I was like, great. All right. You little perv. Well, they're pervs. at least he's healthy. Yeah. No, they're both very, <laughs> very inappropriate and very healthy. Well, where do they get that from, oh, mom? I, I, I think they're, I think it's, they think they're worse than me. Honestly. Well, they're boys. Yeah. So and, oh. they come by it naturally. Yeah. Mason, one at some point, goes, well, it's not really gay unless your balls touch. And I'm like, <laughs> what? and he said it in front of my friend. I was what? like, yeah, what he said. <laughs> well, okay, when, where did he learn that? He came home from school with that one. I, that did not come from me. That is amazing. And I was just like, okay. And then last night we were playing catchphrase, and I said to Jake, when you think of mom, like, what are you thinking? I forget what the answer was. And he goes, unemployed. Oh, I meant you're grounded. Oh my God. Send him to his room. I cried a little bit, but what do you do when they get out of line? Do you, do I you pretend punish to cry. Them well, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I pretend to cry and that's the only thing that really works. And then taking away electronics is the only other thing that works. Yeah, that's true. That's it. I always wonder, I don't have kids and I don't really don't, want wait. kids, Yeah, but, um, I have nieces and nephews and I like them a lot. I yeah. like having, I like being <laughs> it's an good aunt. That you it's like really them. fun. And, you know, I think the, the hardest part is I don't, I don't get to see them, obviously, as often as well, I would like Well, that's why you like, like them. See them. Well, maybe. No, it's true. <laughs> no, they're really no, no, it's r- no, if you saw them all the time, you'd be like, motherfucker. <laughs> I like my nieces, too, because they live in a different city. It's great. <laughs> well, they're very cool to hang out with. And as they get older, I like them even more because now we can talk about stuff. Makeup and like periods and yeah, vaginal all those things. I send them makeup and we talk about <laughs> politics and, you know, they, they, have, they all have opinions now. And yeah. it's really, really fun. But I can give them back when they act shitty. Yeah, exactly. That's the beauty. But that's the good thing about divorce, divorce too, because I haven't half the time. And right as I'm getting to my limit, I'm like, go see your dad. <laughs> and we're out. Is he the disciplinarian? No. Oh my God, they get it from nowhere No, I discipline them, but because when they go to his house, they're like his little bros, his buddies, they're allowed to cuss over there. They get to my house, they're not allowed to get cuss, and so they'll get a little freshie, and I call a freshie, I'm not abusing my children, it's just a little like... A reminder. Yeah, it's like, no, you gotta know your audience, especially don't cuss in front of other grown-ups at soccer. Like, It's embarrassing for mommy. Because it makes me look bad, (laughs) and I'm not the one letting him cuss, it's dad. Somebody just told me the other day, we were talking about the book, and they said, yeah, I let my kid cuss if it's like, if they hurt themselves, or if it's like a momentary, like a thing, so they're not cursing at someone, they're just cursing at a moment, or a pain, or something, because they understand that cursing can be very therapeutic, and and healthy, almost, Mm -hmm. to like, let things out, instead of holding them all in, and so it gives that that kid an outlet to sort of, you know, get it out, and I thought that was really smart yeah. as an adult to be able to and you know you're you're training your kid don't do it at people right do it at, like you know, almost you, at yourself yeah you, know? <laughs> like, you can curse at yourself <laughs> no it is true there's like so like the f word could be so many things an adjective a verb and this that it's and it, it just sometimes it's the only thing that will make you feel better and I, sometimes you have to scream it and sometimes you have to say it calmly to someone that's not expecting it just to let them know that you hate them <laughs> How Not often hate. do you have to do that? Um, I don't do it that often, actually. I'm, I'm pretty appropriate, but when someone tells me to clean my car out and my kid gets out of the car at a school drop-off and I say, go fuck yourself, that that happened. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can't control the backseat. There's drive. just too many people watching what you do. That's the it's problem. So stupid. That's what happens when you put your life on display like that, though. Then now everybody's got an opinion about every single thing you do. Well, I mean, I just want the money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> now, getting back to your book and everything that you have going on, you like, how do you have time for all of the things that you do? I don't know. I think uh, when I started the company, it was it was exciting and it was fun. And when you like what you do, it doesn't feel like work. And then yeah. all of a sudden, a decade goes by, and it's like, holy shit! I, 
I haven't had much of a life outside of this, but it's okay because look what I just did. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, there, we have things to celebrate, and, and I can say, and now I can write a book and say, look what I just did. Right. <laughs> and so I, I've been enjoying this whole process, really. And, th- you know, there are definitely things. I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. So that is a huge part of someone's life that normally would take up a, a ton of time. Right. But because I don't have that and I don't have a dog, I have cats, so they're really easy to manage. So I don't really have much else right. to do outside this is, of this, working. This and, is your baby and your family and your goals. It's and all, I'm, it's and all I'm nurturing work. it every day. Oh, that's great, though. And you're young. Well, when did you move from New York to L.A.? Right after college. Okay. Yeah, so, so when you were doing the show, was it in New York, the VH1? Yeah, the, it, um, that was about four years ago. So God, you were just living out there for the show? Just for the show, yeah. Okay, but I was... I, it's funny when I moved to LA I didn't think that I would ever want to be anywhere else and then when they gave me the show in New York and they were like yep you got to relocate to New York I was like well okay I mean it's going to be cold and all that stuff but I grew up in Buffalo so I'm used to snow right? um, and then I don't know about six months in I was like this is the greatest city in the world York. and I don't want to be anywhere else so now now that I'm back I sort of have a love for both of them for different right. reasons and I love to go back as often as I can because New York, man. It's just culture and energy, and you walk out so of your, your your apartment, and shit's happening. Yeah. Here, you got to get in your car, make a plan, drive somewhere, and hope it's fun. And hope that people don't flake, because by yeah. the time you're already a half an hour you into get the, the car, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you know I can't what? make it. <laughs> um, I just got stuck doing you work fuckers. <laughs> I I dislike immensely when people flake. It's such... It's, su- it, it's so rude. And it, it happens here at this fucking podcast all the fucking time. People flake on your podcast? Now that's work. That's a whole different thing. Listen, Unacceptable. I agree. If I'm going to be here and I'm going to study all your shit off the internet, then you should show up. Hell and yeah. If, um, yeah, it's happened here with a few people that are no longer welcome back in my pod. Well, good for you. Yeah. See? I look put at, my foot re- down. You can, <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> so now are you going on a book tour? Well, I mean, I've been doing a press tour right now. Um, for like the last three weeks or so, so and it's lot. been really, really fun. Um, and as far as book signings and stuff go, I think people just need to ask their local stores to have me on. And yeah, and there's not a lot of bookstores left. That's the unfortunate. Barnes thing. and Noble has been really cool. They want to do some stuff. So if anybody's listening, yes. and you guys want to come and see me, just tell your local Barnes and Noble that right. you want me to come over. And it's I'll one come of the over. last ones left. <laughs> I actually went into the Barnes and Noble here at the Grove, Grove. a couple of days ago, and I um, I went and I sneakily signed a few of the. Books. My God, I wanted, I think I read that or somebody did that. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to do that, but I can't find my book anymore. <laughs> like, I guess it's gone. It's <laughs> your, on the shelves anymore. Chance is over. Um, but it, it, yeah, that was really fun. And I plan on doing that in every city that I go to visit. Yeah, because you know, if you sign it and they buy it, they can't return it. Well, that was not my goal. My but, goal was <laughs> to actually have them sold. I know, but <laughs> some people are shady and they get a book and read it and then they return it. Oh, God, do people really do that? Yes. Yeah, I guess you could. That's why you do book signings and you write in them so that they can't be returned. You can reach out and say, hey, I want to do a book signing here. Let's set it up. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, well, maybe I'll start doing that. Maybe you should fire your publicist. Is that him out there? No, but she's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe talk to her about reaching out because that's how books get sold. And, you know, once you sign them, you can't give them back. Good to know. Yeah. Well, now I'm just going to go in and sign other people's books. Exactly. I'll go find We're going to fight for the people. (laughs) All the writers out there. (laughs) It's funny. The, the, um, just the, all the production and everything that goes into making a book when it's, you can easily just download it on an ebook or (laughs) a Kindle or something. It's, it's amazing. But some people really, really want that tangible experience, that thing on the shelf and they want to be able to go back to it and whatever. The audio book for me was actually the most fun. I got to read the whole thing myself, but then because there's so many transcripts in the book... You had to be uh, two different people, right? Well, no. I, I thought about that for, like, for a second. I was that? like, I'm not going to pretend to be George Clooney. This I know. Ridiculous. I ridiculous. So I actually took the original audio from my interviews and put it in the audio book, which apparently is like the first time anybody's done that. Yeah, because I did the audio for mine and it was not good and it sucked and I made different voices for my (laughs) ex-boyfriends. It was not good. Well, I mean, if you don't do impressions, they shouldn't make you do impressions. We're like, yo, whoa, what's up? (laughs) But... It was it was fun. I just I don't know. I'll never do that audiobook again. But that makes sense. Cause but if you're gonna write a book, people want to hear it in your voice. It's it bothers me when people do autobiographies and they don't read them themselves. 
Yeah. Like Keith Richards had Johnny Depp do his. I mean, maybe it was high. They're probably both high. Like, dude, you do mine. That's going to be hilarious. I'll do yours. Yeah. yeah. But right. I want to hear Keith Richards say it. I know. I don't know. I, I, it's so hard to relay your feelings if you're not like an actress or something like that. When I'm reading what I wrote and it's and it's it meant so much to me and I'm thinking my voice is really fucking high right now and it's really annoying and I like and I'm in this little booth and he knows when I my producer knows when I have to read stuff I'm the worst at reading ads I, I can't <laughs> I'm like why it's don't they just give us that like, I the <laughs> ad by someone else's voice it's so horrible but I like, feel like you could read that intro right there to my book and you'd be great okay let's see Everybody curse. <laughs> no, I can't. That's why I'm not an actress. You're just not giving it your all. Can you do it? I want to hear you well, do it. Well, give me the here. Okay, I'll you're like. But you know what's funny? Tell me what I wrote. Growing up, my dad did a lot of commercials, oh. and I used to yell at him when I was little because whenever he would yell at me, I would tell him like, "Dad, stop yelling at me in your commercial voice." Oh. And so, in a weird way, I feel like I just got it from him. I could copy it if you did it first. I could do it after. Carrie Keegan isn't your typical television personality. The future star of NBC's The New Celebrity Apprentice, hosted by Arnold Schwarzenegger, former host of VH1's Big Morning Buzz Live with Carrie Keegan, and current host of Bravo After Hours with Carrie Keegan, has been called vulgar, crass, sophomoric, offensive, and dirty. And that was just one article. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. No, that was, that's really good. I should probably that's take a class. That's why they give me hosting gigs. Yeah, that's so weird. I mean, I guess that would make sense. So no, wait, let's talk Celebrity Apprentice. So you yeah. know, how's, how, how was that? I'm not watching it. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> Actually, I don't think a lot of people are watching it. The ratings are pretty low. I, I just think it's hard to take a recipe that everyone's so used to with a certain personality and change it. You know, Schwarzenegger, I love him, but I feel like it's a little difficult. Actually, I think Arnold made a great boss, and I think it was the right choice. I think the problem was that the timing of the show coming out right when Trump got elected was like, right. wait, what? And then <laughs> they when we were... When we were shooting the show, which was a year ago, they didn't know. Nobody knew that Trump was going Not to be, gonna be on it. And he right. was already sort of, you know, sort of um, dismissed from NBC. Yes, know? I remember that. <clears throat> and then um, when we started shooting the show, there, there was such a mandate about this being the new Celebrity Apprentice with Arnold. It wasn't anything like you knew before. And then right before the show launched, there was a big press um you know leak yeah. that said Arnold um Donald Trump, Trump was going to mm-hmm. still be executive producer on the show and everybody was like eh, what oh, I didn't is he yeah oh i didn't know yeah and so you know i <laughs> well they came to me and asked my opinion and i was like well i think it sucks <laughs> <laughs> because you know if i had known right. i may not have signed it, up it for it it might have been a different i'm just not watching cuz Kyle's on it and i don't like her oh <laughs> that's the only reason otherwise well, i would totally story i would together. totally be tuning in it has nothing to do with the like the four like arnold or any of you guys that just i like Portia. i just like Kyle i just can't watch um, you and Portia have not worked together, though, right? Or have we you? have met. We met the other night in New York, actually. She's really nice. She yeah. we, she's been on my podcast. That bitch got me fired. <laughs> I'm supposed to hate her too. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's the whole. Everyone gets fired. That's the problem. Eventually, eventually, yeah. there, but there true. can only be one. I was the first to go, though, so it was oh, it was a little right. bit great and a little bit horrible. You're Obviously, lucky. the horrible part is that I had to be the first one to go, so I didn't get to hang out any longer, and I was actually enjoying myself. But no, no. I know that the good side is that I didn't have to fight with anybody. I didn't the get str- any You didn't have to ask all your friends for money. I, uh, well, uh, not yet. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. You have to reach out. You have to get money from your friends, and you have an hour to do it. Yep. And it's really uncomfortable to be like, by the way, I can't tell you what charity it's going for because I don't know yet. But can you give me $10,000? But can you give me money anyway? Yeah, it's and not so, my charity, but yeah, it's someone else's. But we don't know. And that part... I, I literally, my first panic attack I've ever had was on Prentice. Oh, no. Yeah. Did they air it? I think they said Brandy went MIA. Okay. Yeah, the ambulance fucking took me away is what happened. Oh, it was that serious? Yeah. I, I thought I was having a heart attack. I didn't know. It was just Ian Ziering giving me a fucking heart attack. Oh, no. A panic attack. <laughs> Ian, of all people. <laughs> oh, girl. Don't get me started. Well, I mean, I have no idea what your experience was like behind the scenes. I can guess now, but again, I was only there for like You're two lucky. days. So, 
You're okay, lucky. As soon as I got fired or terminated, um, <laughs> someone told me something that made me really, really happy, and that was because it's Arnold's first season, I'm officially now a Jeopardy question. Oh, that's awesome. So, I would totally rather be a Jeopardy question <laughs> than win. <laughs> I mean, in a weird way. I um, love it. I am bummed because I was playing for the Humane Society of the United oh, States, and so I didn't get to win any money for them. Um, but at least I got their name out there a little bit. Yeah. I so, mean, and we all know who they are anyway. Yeah. So give some and money, people. And they need some money, this, yeah. This camera is freaking me the fuck out over So, here. yeah, this is the first time you have cameras in here. Yeah, and it's the first time I have makeup on in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? And it's got, like, an eyeball, and it keeps staring at me. Is and it winking? It's it's a 360, so it sees you, oh, too. Oh, it sees me, too? Oh, I just don't feel it. Yeah, no. It's I've like it's looking right at me. I've gotten used to being surrounded by cameras. You That's should have, true. too. Yeah, but I'm used to giant men that are semi-hot. They have them on their shoulders. Are they good-looking? Some of them. Really? Yes. Well, There's actually, one yeah, named she... Rainbow that I got. He got put to the office because I was sexually harassing him. <laughs> They're like, you can't have that. Can't. And I, I knew if they were all circumcised or not circumcised. We, I, we had some highly inappropriate. Because those are the correct things to do. Those are the right conversations when you're sitting there. In 12 hours in your house yeah. with these men, you're going to have to talk about beer and, and dick. Of course. Right? Yes. What else are you going to talk about, I dudes? <laughs> I love the crew guys, man. Every show I've ever True. been on, those guys are my people. I prefer the crew to the cast on almost every show I've ever done. Mostly, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they're real people. They're exactly, and they work hard, and I see some of them being mistreated by celebrities yeah. and it bothers the fuck out of me oh my god it is amazing to me how shitty people can be to the people that are making you look good right what what is with that or the people that just dismiss your waiter or oh, your server on any level or like being shitty to the valet people nope. those people are my people man i, I, I I've could done not all those survive jobs with that valet but yeah i know I, I and if i'm with somebody that's rude to a waiter i'm not like on a date i'm out i'm done yeah, 100% well that tells you everything about who yes, they are exactly Ugh. one thing but i really I bond with the crew and everyone so much. Like when I have a, like a screening for the show, they come over and not the cast. Oh, I love that. That's my, those are my people. And all seven of them are circumcised. Yes. <laughs> and there are two girls. One's a lesbian. Wait, do there. we know if you're circumcised? Have we already asked all these questions? He is. I am. Oh, good. Okay, all right, good. So you guys know each other well. We get along. (laughs) Fantastic. How many other inappropriate questions has she asked you? Not not as many as you'd think. Oh, well, maybe we need to come up with some more before this thing is over. I mean, I asked him if he came in on his day off, did he bring his wife to have sex in here? And he got all, he turned all blushy. I hope you fucked your wife on this table. He did not. That would be amazing. That's what I would have done. And next time, turn the cameras on. (laughs) Right? Now there's a camera. It could be really fun. Have you ever made a sex tape? No. Me neither. Oh, my God, no. And I wouldn't necessarily... Well, I'm against it for the wrong reasons. I don't want to see it. Really? There are... I don't want to see You have my- a great body. I mean, your tits are, like, screaming at me this whole time. I'm Thank trying you. not oh, yeah, to look at them. <laughs> the girls are out. But I like, like it. I've seen myself in a mirror, and, like, I don't I don't need that on camera. I don't want any part... It's awkward. It's weird. Some people are really good at it. I'm just not... That's not my thing. I, I, I don't... I've never done it either, which everyone would assume I have, like, 40 of them, but you I... You should. I should not. I just don't... It's just... I, I, no. See, it's just not for I'm everybody. in the moment. I like it. I don't want to watch it back and go, oh, I should have sucked my stomach in on that angle. 100%. Like, I would not look that? at that as it was a sexy thing. No. I'd rather just see. I actually, if I'm going to watch porn, to be honest, I like the two guys. Really? Yeah, because as much as I love women and respect women, I know what boobs like look like That's and they true. don't turn me on. You want to learn something from I porn. I want to see dick. Okay. Dick I, turns me on. Yeah, like two me too. straight guys having sex. I know it's weird, but that that would but be when, my thing. But where are you going to find that? Most straight guys don't want to have sex <laughs> have with other guys. Have you heard of a thing called the internet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There is every kind of porn you could but ever want. Do you, don't you think they're just saying they're straight? Oh, I mean, probably. Yeah. Well, that's here's the thing. What constitutes gay, really? Because if you're just fucking know. another dude for money, are you gay? Gay for know. pay. Yeah, right? Yeah. I so. mean, listen, I'm all over, I don't even know what I am. I'm all over the place. It is what it is. <laughs> you're just attracted to what you're attracted exactly. to. Exactly. I think we all are. Now, are you straight? Yes. Oh. So, when was the last time <laughs> you've had sex? Oh, God. That was probably about a month and a half ago. With that dude on the couch out there? No. Who is that? Hi. That's my manager. But see, that's the hard part about living in the world right now is that, like, you don't even try to make an offensive 
gesture or whatever. Right. And, it and still, comes no off matter what, you can find some way to make it. You'll piss off right. anybody. I do. I do. But <laughs> it's the same with cursing. Like, it's it's really about intent. And I like to curse out of love, not out Me of hate. Too. I fucking love you. I fucking love you, you big Isn't cunt. That sweet? Yes. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh no, she's cunty in the best way. And people are like, you can't say that. I'm no, like, you I just totally did. can. I just did. And we need to own cunt good. again. I, exactly. We need to bring it back to our. Uh, it's cunt ours. is the new fuck. Yes. And you can't really be offended by it because all it means is female genitalia. That's it. Well, here's a little history about the word cunt that right. I learned all right, while let's, writing let's hear this book. It. So, a vagina mm-hmm. can only be a vagina if it has a penis because vagina is literally it means a sheath. Oh, so it's like a it can't stand cover. alone. But a cunt. By definition, is a standalone, independent, free fucking puss. It <laughs> makes sense, actually. I'm a cunt. So, as a cunt, you are basically the Beyonce of swear words. All right, well, so I am a cunt. <laughs> Until I'm a vagina later on tonight around eight. Hey, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this has been so fun. So, tell us where. So, when are the, the books out now? The book's out, yeah. You so can get Amazon. It, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, iBooks, all the, you know. And you obviously, we want to get the audio. The audio book is so fun. I want to get the audio. That way, I don't have to read the whole thing. Well, it's words so are long. hard sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes you just don't want to do the work. Yeah. And to be honest, like sitting on a plane, sitting in your car in traffic. Any of those things, sitting on a beach, like you just, yeah. I, do just work listen. for me. And well, it's plus so I'm fun. losing my sight and I don't like, I always forget my reading glasses. So now I'm like one of those old well, people. Now like, I don't trust yeah. your taste in men or well, women duh. or anything else. <laughs> <laughs> no, just for reading. I have to go like, it's, it's very new and it's very upsetting to me. You know what my dad did? He got one contact lens. So one is for near and one is for far. So oh. he can read. It's almost like a bifocal, but I know it sounds weird. I'm not quite there your yet. Your brain will adjust, and you can have one contact, and you don't have to wear glasses. Do you think I'm as old as your dad? N- no, I'm guessing that you're not, but you I look might real be. good. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just new readers, like cheaters. They're 1.5. Do you know what that is, Will? Yeah, that's pretty low. It's low. Yeah. It's low. It's like a magnifying glass. He's fully blind. When how, he doesn't wear his glasses, he looks blind. Can you barely see your hand in front of your face? Yeah, my, look at how I lose focus about after this. Really? Yeah. Oh wow, you're really. But blind. look Since at his face; like he looks creepy. In but fifth how, grade. What do you mean his face? Looks like he looks like he really is. I don't like when he doesn't wear his glasses. We've had this conversation. Yeah, it she creeps me out. Trying to focus is that why? No, she just says I have like tiny creepy eyes. No, he has. No, you do. No, he has like his eyes look like glass eyes. Like he's blind. Like legit. He's like hi. I'm like. Whoa. Well, do I do that? Do I put my hands on the life, table? I assume? What? You've been wearing glasses your whole life? Yeah, I since assume? I was like nine. So, yeah, so you've pretty so keep much never on. seen past there. Like your eyes are I have contacts gonna... that I wear like, you know, when I want to. How great is technology that you're not wearing Coke bottles too? Yeah, right? Yeah. I just would like you to put your glasses back on now. No. I think you're handsome <laughs> without your glasses. Thank you. <laughs> I like him with the glasses because it free. I don't know why it freaks me out because that's how I met him was with glasses. Used to it, yeah. And then when he walks around, I'm like, "Do you need like a braille or what stick?" Here's what or, happens <laughs> when, when he takes the glasses off. He doesn't want to scare you that he's actually Superman. I he See? already thinks that he is Superman. People tell him he looks like Superman. Like it's annoying. Oh, you like, kind of do actually. Yeah, like don't funny. get don't don't feed into that. Don't feed into it. <laughs> I so try how not do to. I get your job? Well. Um, I can hire you at NGTV. If Perfect. Like. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. And then you just have to go and swear at a bunch of celebrities. I could do that. Um, but you have to make them laugh while you're doing it. You can't just be swearing at them. Can I drink? Yeah, I drink all the time. Yes, I'm I in. think that's why we get along so well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink during my podcast, actually, because I realized when I drank during the podcast, it didn't quite go as well as it should have. Did you slur? Uh, yes, immediately. <laughs> and my voice goes like even higher than it already is and so yeah maybe not maybe i'll just do drugs and talk to people are you still drinking wine wine's your thing wine and sake yeah sake's good too sake's my i'm I'm a whiskey drinker whiskey i can't oh like jameson or something Mm -hmm. i will die like i will legit not be okay so we'll just have to sit on opposite sides of the table and drink our own yeah i'll bring my bottle you bring yours yeah (laughs) byob I like it. <clears throat> it works out well. But, I mean, getting a job like mine is not... It's, it's not a, easy, I know. You it's started not from easy, the ground up. It's but it's also not... I don't know that it's that... I don't want to say it's not that difficult either. <laughs> because you have to just be really... Driven and ambitious. and Really ambitious and really, really, like, consistent about what it is that you do. So some of the things that we would come up against were... Like, when I first started interviewing celebrities, it was like, 
who is this potty mouth trying to get some of my A-listers to you know, say horrible right. things? And so I had to gain the trust of all the publicists and all the studios and the record labels and everybody so that they would not be freaked out and let me get to their George Clooney's or their right. Sandra Bullock's or whatever. And so it took a minute, but once they realized that what I was doing was fun, A, right. it was never personal, and it was never, like... You were asking the uncomfortable questions that, like, were, were like, oh, I mean, you were making it fun and inappropriate without asking them shit they will never answer right anyway. i never asked ben affleck what it was like to fuck j-lo or there his or his nanny yeah. I, you probably oh, shouldn't do either or no no no. that's really really bad yeah that's, i would never do that that's how you get kicked out of no, a room yeah. exactly so i i see i know that you got to know your audience right but you know there's when we first started doing ngtv um that sort of TMZ, like the what was it, Hollywood Uncensored on E. Do you remember all that? It was uh, yeah, it was kind very of. like gotcha stuff. It was all very gossipy and very like um, they were trying to ambush oh, like the pop celebrities. Culture or, or, yeah, maybe <clears throat> it I was don't. like TMZ before yeah. TMZ, and so they would pop out of bushes and they would grab <laughs> celebrities. And, yeah, and and it it was exactly the opposite of what I was trying to do. But right. when you tell people you're uncensored. They instantly have right. their own translation of what that You're means. Like, no, this is a safe zone, mm-hmm. circle of trust. We're all friends here. You're not the joke. You're in on the joke. This is all about us having fun together. Well, who was the first person that gave you your chance to let them come into the uncensored trust circle of trust? Um, uh, well, the first, I mean, the first big celebrity actor that I interviewed was Nicolas Cage. Oh, wow. Which was crazy because I was such a fan. Yeah. And he's actually pretty timid and very kind of reserved. He doesn't talk, he doesn't say a lot. And you he can seems tell, like a serial killer. Well, he, but he's cool. I mean, he might be. I don't know. I mean, now, <laughs> I feel like. But he was cool. And when I walked in, I was nervous as fuck. Like, yeah. first big, huge actor celebrity and it's Nicolas Cage. Like, What? Um, but he was doing a movie that he directed, and so it, it was his first directed, his first directing gig. And he obviously was very passionate about the film. But the film was about um, hookers. James Franco was oh. playing a male hooker. Oh, good! So I was Jacob or something. Oh, I knew, how did I guess that? Because you're good. Yeah. Duh. So the movie was called Sunny, and. Um, you should actually go back and watch it because I really like that <laughs> I movie. Probably will. And James Franco's hot. So maybe <laughs> but I, I walked in and I, I, as soon as I said hi and told him we were uncensored, I knew that you know he was a little You're like, wait, shy what the hell kinda, is yeah, she going to ask me? Expect or whatever. But then I just I'm like, so are you into older women? Like, is that what this movie's all about? Whatever. And he just started laughing, and that was when I knew, like, okay, this is. This is I can it's do this. This is not going to be a normal conversation that he has about you know what inspired you and yes. why did you pick James. It's Franco? not. It's not the actor studio. No, it didn't or, have to no. be. And even the actor studio asked what their favorite person is because it's the right thing to do. But it's also he can do it, and he's like legit gangster. <laughs> and he can do it. Like he's he's paid his dues. He looks like he would never ask that. And then when it comes out of his mouth, you're like, okay, James, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, he can. But yeah. so can we. Yeah. But I'm just not getting this kind of guest. I mean, I got you. Hi. So great. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> I'll tell all my friends. Really? <laughs> yes. Yay. <laughs> no, I like it's you know it's a it's a hard gig, and once you get all of those people in there, like, what's next? What do you do after that? Like, I want late night. I want to be the first chick on late night since uh, Chelsea. Well, network because Joan Rivers was okay, really yeah. the only one that ever got that. And thank like God Chelsea's Carson. doing her thing, like amazing. Um, so yes, late night is where I want Chelsea's job on E. So on E. What, what do you the mean? one that she had, the talk show that she had. Oh, you want that show? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and you could do network, and I'll do E. I feel like Bravo might be mad at you if you did that. No, they're under the same umbrella with um, E. They and don't want to keep you on Bravo. No, I'm actually working with Fox right now. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm a whore. You girl. are a whore in it. Listen, I am a whore. I will take where I anything that has a paycheck attached. So yeah, Good. pretty much anything, but. I don't want to be on a network. It's hard because I say the F word so much. Yeah, but like you said, we can you, control you can, it. You can we censor can it. This. Absolutely. We can. I, <laughs> or I we don't do, like we do to. it on cable and then maybe and they then let us bleep, bleep it. Yeah, it's every yeah. once in a while. <laughs> we could be blonde and blonder, do it together. OMG! It'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, what? We'd be like, um, Kathy Lee and Kathy Lee. Yeah. We don't even have a Hoda. <laughs> we don't have a Hoda. I mean, I'm a hoe. But <laughs> I'm a <no>. duh. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, what, who is there? So we could be like 
Kelly Ripa times two. She does it by herself now anyway. I know. It's so, pretty great that she's able to I think it's awesome, right? Yeah. Who needs a co-host when you can have a, like, a circular door of whoever you want? It's true. Yeah. And she probably has more fun because it's the, sure. not the same old thing every other day. I think she should stick with it. Yeah. Well, that teacher guy, I'm not feeling it. She gets to... <laughs> She gets to do whatever the fuck she wants now. Every single day. And she gets to fuck Mark Consuelos. So she's she's good she's all the winning. way around. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. And she's cute and doesn't age. It's so annoying. She doesn't age. She does it's not true. age. Anyone who's ever done a soap opera, they don't age. I don't know why. Is it just because they have the right doctors? No, because when you're doing soap operas, you have to work every single day. So you don't really have downtime. There's no season. It's on every day except for Saturdays and Sundays. I don't know that you can heal from a facelift on a Saturday, Sunday. Oh. You know what I mean? Because it's every fucking day. Well, Botox and fillers don't scar. No, I mean, trust me, I know that. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just wondering when these people have downtime or if, like, I think it's because they keep those places so freezing cold that it's like cryogenic. It's like, like, oh my God, I I say that every time. David Letterman was notorious for having the coldest studio and everybody wanted to wear their jackets and it was miserable. Everybody's studios are too cold. SNL, when I went to see, anytime I I had gone to see, I was freezing, but it keeps the comedian, like you don't want the comedians to get too comfortable and it keeps them on point, I guess. It also keeps the audience awake. I guess. I was like, do you remember in school when it would get all warm in the classroom and you'd just be like, yeah. Yeah, I'm snoring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't pay attention. I'm tired. I never paid attention anyway. I was like, get me out of here. But are you in the school of life now? Uh, yeah, that's why I'm not paying attention. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am, definitely. I'm like, where did you go to college? I thought I went to Europe. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Awesome. Hello. That was like the college of life. Did you not have a thing that you wanted to do when you grew up when you were that age? I wanted... When I was younger, to be a truck driver. What? Okay. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Did you have a know. family member or somebody? What made it sexy to you? I just liked when we were in the back of the station wagon and I could go like this and make the trucks honk. I wanted to be the one honking. You liked the cause control, and effect. Control, like a Instant control situation. <laughs> and then something like modeling fell into my lap. I never really wanted to do it. And then I was like, oh, peace out. I'm going to Europe. Yeah, and that was it. Awesome. So I never really had a, you know... Until I got a divorce, I never really had a reason to well, figure Tyra out what the Banks fuck. went to Harvard or some shit right after she was a model, so you still have time. Please stop. I am not. I can't even do my eighth grader's math homework. I'm like, ooh, we need a tutor. Okay, but let's talk about that for a second because I was never good at math. I got through it. It was fine. But now I'm looking at my nieces trying to do their math. They've reinvented math oh, again. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so stupid. I can get to the same answer, but I'm not doing it the same way, and you're going to get in trouble if you do it my way. Yeah. And here's a calculator. Uh Uh-huh. I don't get it at all. Nope. But I'm sure if we were little and learning it for the first time, it would be like, yeah, this is math. I don't... I mean, I think changing it is stupid. Well... It's what's it called? I don't mind learning things different ways. If you know how to get to the same answer 72 different ways, then you're a smarter person. It's like sex. Like, as long as you get off, it doesn't matter what position you're in. Yeah, but I'd prefer, like, a Kama Sutra kind of thing where, like... Oh, you just don't do much? Lay there? No, Kama Sutra is, like, all the positions, all the things. I thought you just laid there for, like, 17 hours, and then you had, like, a... Well, tantric is... Oh, maybe that's that's tantric, so... And tantric is pretty great too, because it's not just about getting off; it's about getting off. I'm not done. Clearly, I've not done it yet. I think you need to read a book. Okay, there's a few of them out there. Really? Yeah. All right, I will. I mean, I I haven't studied, but I've read. (laughs) Sure. No. Oh, you're back. I'm gonna come back when I have figured out the tantric sex. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, okay, now we're real ready. So listen, if you start doing kegels. No, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> I mean, At least your manager goes with you places. Mine's like, okay, you got to be there. Oh, no, really? No, I don't have a manager. I have an agent. Okay, well, agents don't usually come out. Yeah, I don't, They'll they come out there. for the big stuff. If you have an award show, they'll yeah, come out for they're that. Like, yeah, we're your plus one, <laughs> yeah, exactly. by the way. Yeah. No, you can't bring anyone. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm pretty... Uh, pretty chill speaking of that don't you hate it when people invite you to big like public events like that and they tell you you can't bring a plus one yeah, like when what you're gonna go by yourself Who and stand goes by yourself? anything alone i don't even go to the movies alone i feel uncomfortable like people are feeling sorry for me that i don't have anyone to be at the movies with well i wouldn't go that far i, don't I think well, that's, that that's the case what i think it sucks that you've just seen a movie and you can't talk to anybody about it 
Well, you, I mean, if you have some, you bring like a little, so they have these tampons and they're fake tampons and they actually hold tequila. You could put, oh, so yeah. if you put them in your purse and you drink during, well, but you're drinking a tampon, but you drink during the movie, then I'm sure when I drink, I'll talk to anyone. <laughs> I'm like, Hey you, Matthew McConaughey, come here. So Let's have, yeah. I learned about those tampon flasks. Yes. They're um, so good. Hanging out with the girls from Vanderpump Rules on the Bravo After Hours show. I had no idea these things existed. I've heard of soaking. I've never tried soaking. I have not tried soaking. But when you when you yeah, that's disgusting. Tampons and vodka and put them up your hoo ha. Yeah, I'm not eating anything <clears throat> out. It, no. Well, I just I can't. It's such a sensitive area to begin with. First of all, it, it burns to swallow. Right? Imagine gonna... what it's going to feel like up there. And then the things that it does to kill off all the good bacteria as well as the and bad the yeast that goes. No, oh. you, we don't want extra yeast on there. We have enough. Leave the tampons no. alone. Just take drugs. Just stop. Just with, drink I mean, like a normal right. human being. I, I will say my best friend told me about the tampons when she was going to a concert where they don't serve alcohol so that she could drink and enjoy her band. The tampon flash. Yes. Yeah. Way cool. Because when they check your thing, they're like, okay, you're good. Yes. But I it's do not put things... It's a genius invention, actually. Why didn't we think of that? Well, now when you get invited to something next, put it in your purse and you'll talk to everyone. I have a flask in the shape of a banana. Oh. <laughs> like, listen, I, I get cramps and I have to have my potassium late, so it's I keep this with me. It's actually a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll not, like, we can't go in. I have a lot to talk about with you, but we can't because he said we have to go. No, oh, no, it's already that time. You told me you had to go. You I have, have to go to Larry King. You have another interview. Oh, God, get over there. What the I fuck love is, Larry so much. I don't, I mean, I met him in here once. I don't know why he wants to talk to me. Because, because you're awesome? Uh, thanks. I'm a little bit, I get intimidated by pretty much no one but Larry King. Here, I was on Larry King a couple weeks ago, okay. and the best thing about it was he was talking to me. I was freaking out. He right? was talking to me, and as he was saying things, I just... I've heard his voice my entire life, and I forgot sometimes that he was talking to me. Like, like, I was waiting for someone else to answer, answer the question, <laughs> because you're just so used to watching him. I know. I, He's I don't fantastic. know what on earth the, my kids, when I told them, they're like, why are you going on? Because said, I'm awesome, you I guys. Said, I don't actually know. I don't know. You're going to have so much fun. I'm excited. Please tell him I said hi. I will. And snap his little suspenders. Is she going to put... What if the wife is there? Does she care? Can I can I make out with I'm, him? I'm fairly certain she won't be there. Why? Um, probably you shouldn't make out with him. Yeah, maybe not. not it might get idea. weird. Yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I'll just give him like a little... Like, how's your father? I'll pat, I'll pat the... Oh, wow. Yeah. Pat the puss. I'll see if there's a little weight to his package. Ow! Check the weight. You know, gravity after all those years. I'm There's sure going to be some pretty weight. <laughs> pretty awesome. All right. Well, make sure you guys get Carrie Keegan's new book, Everybody Curses, I Swear, Uncensored Tales from the Hollywood Trenches, Carrie Keegan and Dibs Bear. Yeah. Oh, I said his name right. I don't normally say names right. <laughs> there you have it. I, I follow you. I love you, little I cunt. love you, too, <laughs> cunt. Back at you. I can't clap because I broke my hand. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it happens. Well, that does it for Brandy Glenville Unfiltered today. I really appreciate all the downloads and your feedback. And hopefully we'll have some social media questions soon and we'll answer them and get back to you. Otherwise, have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Hey, it's Layla from Layla Ali Lifestyle on Podcast One. Now as an undefeated boxing champion turned fitness and wellness expert, I'm going to be bringing you the information you want to hear on holistic wellness, parenting, fitness, cooking, relationships, and so much more. You can download new episodes of Layla Ali Lifestyle every Thursday at PodcastOne.com or subscribe at iTunes.